Hello, beautiful sisters. It's another episode of When Marriage Hurts podcast. This is episode number 19. And in this episode, I will be talking about how separation and divorce affects your friendships, how separation and divorce affects your friendships. Um, So we'll be taking a look at how we can have three categories of friend friends that I mean before you decide to get separated or divorced you don't actually know you have different kind of friends um so when you get divorced or separated you might actually discover that the way you thought your friends were going to respond to the situation isn't exactly how they respond and so I talk about why um, different kinds of friends respond differently, how your friendship can drastically change once you make it public that you're leaving your spouse and how you can actually develop new friendships as well. That would be your support system during this, uh, difficult period. So sit back, relax, um, be in a place that you don't have as much distractions because I believe that this is an episode that would really help you and help you make sense of your relationship with friends right now. All right. See you on the other side. Hey, sis. Welcome to the When Marriage Hurts podcast. I'm your host, Ola Davis. My mission is to help Christian women in painful marriages become aware of the marriage lies our society and religion has programmed our heads with. Are you tired of marriage advice that always blames you for whatever goes wrong in your marriage? Have you attended all the marriage seminars seeking help only to be blamed and shamed for your marriage problems? Has your marriage become the source of your greatest pain? Have you lost hope of being happily married? Are you just hanging in for the sake of your kids? I've been there before. I know what it is like to feel alone in marriage, yet feel trapped by the wedding vows that I made. Together, we will discover scriptural truths that set us free from the pain so that healing can begin. Oh yeah, let's shake some tables. Welcome back, my sisters. It is a pleasure to be with you again. This is episode 19, and like you heard in the intro, I'll be talking about how separation and divorce affects your affects your um, relationship with your friends, how it affects friendships. So this is um, this is a topic that was just born out of my own experience. Um, so I'm not, I'm not trying to, um, like I, I don't have resources to share with you on this topic today, because this is just something that's very raw and original based on my own experience of being separated. Okay. So um, to start with, I wasn't someone that had a lot of friends. I, I have a few friends and also a few acquaintances, like, you know, as many as you would expect an introverted person to have. Yeah, I know that's hard to believe, but I'm actually an introvert. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so what I noticed is when, I, so when I first separated, I didn't really tell my friends. And then I started to tell them one after the other. Um, I've been separated as at the time of this recording. So by the time you're listening to this, it would probably be a month and a half or two months from when I'm, um, doing the actual recording. So as, as at the time of this recording, I've been separated six months and this is what I have noticed. My friends are, they're kind of right now at this stage in my life, they're kind of categorized into three and I didn't do the categorization. Like it just, it was just something that happened. (laughs) It was just something that it was just a pattern that I noticed after I separated and I informed my friends that I was separated and soon to be divorced. So the first category of friends, and when I say friends, I'm kind of using that term loosely. Um, you could also, sometimes it could also be family members, close family members or extended family members. It could be even people that are church friends, work friends, friends you've known since you were friends you've known from childhood. It could be anything, any, any, any such relationships. So the first category of friends are friends that are just going to be so devastated when you tell them that you're getting separated and you will soon be divorced. So these are the friends that are so, I mean, separation and divorce is never (laughs) something that people expect, but this category of friends, they will be so devastated that for a moment you might even start comforting them. You might feel guilty for making them feel really bad. (laughs) Like you might suddenly feel responsible for their response to the news because they're so devastated. They, you're trying to, and here's the thing. We try to explain to them that, see, this is just the best option for me, da, 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 da. But they can't really hear you because they are just so crushed by the news that all they're doing in their minds at that point in time is to see how they can fix this. So they're not, because of that mindset, they're not able to support you. Like you go to them, you share this news and you're expecting them to be like, Oh, you know, whatever you need, just let me know. I'll pray for you. I'll just, if you need anything, if you need to talk, just call me like, that's what you're expecting. (laughs) But they're, they're not able to offer that. They're not able to offer that because they they can't seem to get over the fact that your status is changing. They can't get over the fact that you are now going to be a divorced person. They can't get over the fact that they can't think you have been married. They can't think of you as being married to your spouse anymore. So that's something they're struggling with. And usually this kind of friends are 
typically people that know your spouse, that are mutual friends of you and your spouse or soon-to-be ex-spouse. So they are, to them, it's like they're losing something almost, like they're losing the relationship they had with you. They, they, they're trying to struggle. They're actually struggling to put you, how to see you as a friend without being married to that person. <laughs> so when you, and you know, we fall into the strap of trying to explain to them that, no, you don't understand. It's been so bad, even though I might not have shared the abuse with you before, but this is what I've been going through. They might have listening ears, but they can't really receive that the way you you would want them to. One other reason um, that makes it difficult for this kind of friend to to accept the fact that you're separating and you're getting divorced is because they feel they know your spouse. Now, especially for those of us that I've experienced covert abuse in marriage where, um, I didn't understand that. Okay. So that's my phone doing its own thing there. <laughs> um, but for those of us that have been in marriages where the abuse hasn't really been obvious to anyone else because our abuser has been so careful to make sure that they're only cruel behind closed doors and they have this watertight image, public image. Yeah, so for those in that category where everything you've experienced is just so eating and covert, this group of friends have a harder time even believing that you're abused. So they're not going to say to your face that you're lying because they don't think you would lie. But at the same time, they can't really accept the fact that you've been abused because <laughs> they'll be like, but, you know, we talk all the time and I come to your, to your house to visit. I never saw you being abused for once. And when they begin to say those things, it just, it's almost like our reality is being invalidated and we get upset about that but truly they're just even though they're invalidating our experiences they are kind of being sincere in that because they don't understand how abuse works they don't understand that it's possible for a wife to be abused and our friends not know it. So that's something they struggle with and they can just be in that fog for the longest time. And it, it kind of affects us too because we came to them thinking they're going to offer us love and support and we're not getting that. So this, for in my own experience, this happened with friends that I had known for several years friends that knew that had known my husband friends that that you know we went to the same college university together with my spouse they felt like they knew him so they continued to struggle with the idea that he might have been abusive towards me now the second category of friends 
I will call them category B, are friends that will actually sympathize with you. They, when you go to them and you tell them I'm getting separated or I'm getting divorced, um, they would be sad. They would be shocked, just like the friends in category A that I just spoke about. Um, but when you really start telling them details of this is what's been going on, this is how I've experienced abuse, um, they come out of that state of shock faster than category A friends. So they would be like, what? I had no idea you were going through that. Oh, I'm so sorry. And oh, I'm so glad you're dumping him. Like they would say things like that. I'm so glad, you know, you're leaving him. Your happiness is important. Like they would say all those things. They would sympathize with you. And that's about it. You know, if you call them a week or two later, and you're talking, they, they might not even mention the issue anymore. <laughs> it's like to them, you were in this um, difficult position in your marriage where you're being abused and now you're out. So the way they reason this is that you're no more in the relationship that's hurting you. So they, they think, you know, you're fine. They just, they just go on with you like, like normal. They don't understand the fact that you might be lonely. They simply do not understand that even though you are separated or divorced or no longer with um, the spouse that was abusing you, it doesn't mean that you aren't struggling with things. It doesn't mean you aren't struggling with your new status so to say this group of friends in category b they they may not understand that there are times that you could be depressed because they think that you might have been depressed while you were being abused you might have been depressed while you're being treated badly in your marriage but they reason that now that you're out of it, then life is just good. They don't understand that you still have struggles. They don't understand that you you could still be dealing with the pain from the abusive marriage. So if they invite you out to come hang out or something or invite you to a party and you don't want to come, they don't understand why you wouldn't want to come. <laughs> um, they just don't. They really don't understand why not. Because they believe your abuse is over. They don't understand that sometimes you could be going through what's called post-separation abuse. Where your soon-to-be ex-spouse might still be trying to hurt you. Especially where kids are involved. And you might still be dealing with custody issues. And things like that that just stress you out. You might you might have told them those things, but they don't understand what toll it can take on your mental health because they can't relate. They haven't been through what you're going through. <laughs> um, another thing with friends in this category B is that when you're having conversations with them, they might bring up the topic of your spouse. 
or ex-spouse for those who have actually been divorced. They might bring up the topic of that person. And when you start to say, oh, this and this is what's going on. And, and you, you are essentially opening up your heart to them, keeping them up to date about what's happening, whether with the divorce proceedings or whatnot, or even talking about something that happened in the marriage and you just need someone to talk to and you start saying those kind of things because maybe they asked you about that person. (laughs) What I found in my experience is sometimes they just tune out. They aren't really listening. And I'm sensitive to that kind of thing because it's something that I experienced with my spouse as well. So when I'm having a conversation with someone and they tune out, they aren't really attentive and they're just going, mm, yeah, mm, mm. But I know they're not really listening. I just stop and change the topic because <laughs> there's no point me um, pouring out my heart to someone that's tuned out, not listening. And to me, when people don't listen, it just tells me they're not really interested in what I'm saying. So fine, they might have been the one to ask me about the situation or ask me what's going on or ask for an update. But when they stop listening to me, I just feel like, okay, maybe I've gone on for too long or maybe this person was never really interested in the first place and they were just trying to be polite or they were just trying to act like they care. Yeah, so that's that's the thing with Category B friends. Um, one more thing with Category B friends is that, especially when the pain is still raw, like when you're newly separated, they might not be super sensitive. So they might send you messages on your phone. They might send you, they might send you things that have no direct relevance to your life. So they might send you text messages about or or messages on social media, like things that to you, you could just care less about. They might send you some something that is politically controversial. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I just got separated here. Um, I just filed for divorce. I'm still hurting from this. Why do you think I should care? that the president of one nation said something rude to the prime minister of another nation. Like, why do you think I should care about this crap right now? But that's probably because those are the kind of conversations or messages you used to exchange with that person before. And they just don't understand that you're not in the mood for that right now. You're going through a difficult time. So it would come across as being insensitive But I always try to remind myself that this was someone that I considered a friend before I decided to leave my spouse. So there must have been something about them that I thought was valuable enough to keep them as a friend. So I'm able to extend that grace to them that they're just ignorant and insensitive, but it doesn't make them an evil person. They're just suffering from ignorance and they need to learn. (laughs) okay i think i've said enough about category b friends category c friends these are the kind of friends that we all want 
ladies these are the kind of friends that we pray for when we're getting separated or divorced and that's because they actually are able to empathize with us they just don't sympathize see when i learned the difference between sympathy and empathy oh my goodness my life got a whole lot better Friends that sympathize with you, the category B friends, they really feel sorry for you. They feel sorry for your pain. (laughs) But they can't really feel it. So it's like for them, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry for this thing that's happened to you. And then they just go on with their own lives. But category C friends that empathize with you, they they don't just say, oh, I'm sorry for what you've been through. They also tell you they're sorry for what you're going through because they, they, now they might not necessarily have gone through what you're going through. In most cases they have, but there, they could also be friends that they've never been separated or divorced, but they imagine that it must feel really bad. They imagine that it must be really painful. So they don't just tell you that they're sorry for what you've been through or what you're going through. They actually sit down with you and hold your hands. When you want to cry, they're the kind of friends that are going to sit there with you and hold you while you cry. They are the kind of friends that when they hold your hands... You don't even, they don't even need to say anything because they just, their presence, their presence brings you so much comfort because you know that you're not sitting in that dark place alone. They are the kind of friends that just, you know, figuratively hold your hands and be like, I'm going to sit here, sit here with you in the dark. And when you're ready to, to walk out of this dark place, we're going to take that walk together. Those are the category C friends. I know for some of us, this might be a bit confusing. You might be like, Ola, why do you categorize them as, as, as a C instead of an A? Actually, it, it was like the whole categorization thing wasn't something I did on purpose. I should say that first of all. Also, um, I don't, I think even though I didn't categorize them on purpose, I still think it's brilliant in the sense that Those that I've categorized as A friends are people that you might have considered your closest friends while you were still married. These are people that you've probably known for. They are the friends that you've known for for the longest time. So these are people that you would categorize as A friends while you were married. And the fact that you're getting divorced and they don't know how to respond appropriately to that to me, it doesn't make them less of of a friend. It's just that they are not the kind of friends that can offer the support that we need the most at that moment. Now, category C friends, they empathize, they hold your hand. Um, when you're telling them stories about incidents that happened in your in your marriage, like abusive incidents, and you're doubting yourself, and you think you're crazy, they're going to be the ones that tell you, no, you're not crazy. 
they're going to be the ones that would assure you and be like, you know, if, if you think he said that, it's probably because he said it. If you remember him saying that to you, it's probably because he did it. You know, if, if you are the type that also experienced physical abuse in your marriage, if you start to tell them about those things, and if you start to blame yourself for it and say things like, well, maybe it was all my fault, fault. Um, maybe I caused him to lose his temper. They are the kind of friends that will tell you, no, it's not your fault. It, it doesn't matter um, whether they were in a good mood or, in a, or a bad mood. They had no rights to raise their hands against you. You know, they are the friends that keep you grounded when you're in that fog of confusion as an abused person. So they not only bring you comfort, they validate your experiences. And also, like I said earlier, they may not have experienced what you're going through. But in, in a lot of cases, they, are, they also can be people that have walked through abusive relationships. Maybe they've dated someone that was abusive or they've been um, in an abusive marriage themselves that they came out of. So even though they've not lived your exact experience, they might have been abused in a way that was different from how you were abused. There's still that they have that knowledge. They have that insight that someone else might not have because they still remember what it felt like to walk that path, to try to get out of that marriage. They, they remember all of that. So they may not have known exactly what you experienced, but they're able to provide empathy in a way that not a lot of people can. They might, category C friends might also be new friends. So there may be people that were not even friends of yours when you were actually married or became friends of yours while you were in that stage of trying to get out of that abusive marriage. So they may be brand new friends. They may be people that you've only known in the last two years, maybe, or even less. Um, it, could al- it, it could also be... It could also be people in a support group. So it could be a Facebook support group for women that are divorced or separated. It could be a support group for women that have uh, been in abusive marriages. Um, it could be, it might not even be an online support group. It could be an in-person type of support group. So these are people that you may not have known for a really long time, but they are the friends that support you the most. Now, another interesting thing is sometimes they might not even be Christians. <laughs> and that is that that could be shocking to some of you. Um, they might not even be they might not even be Christians. I have a lady that we walk together and she's not even a Christian. Um, 
but when she speaks to me, she brings me so much comfort. And that's because she used to be in an abusive marriage herself that thankfully she's out of now. But she empathizes with me in a way that's so special. And sometimes even when I'm acting all okay, like, oh, I'm good. It's a good day. I'm in a good mood. Sometimes she's able to see beyond the facade to know that I'm not really in a good place and I'm struggling. (laughs) And she's not a Christian. So I just needed to put that in there that sometimes people will, um, sometimes God will send you category C friends that are just going to enter your life in this season These are people that you may not have known before, or even if you had known them before, you might not have formed a friendship with, but they will be the ones that God will use as your support system at this difficult time. We all want our category A and category B friends to be the ones that support us the most. Um, But you know what? It really doesn't matter. What matters most is that you need support and encouragement. You need people that are going to be there with you, even in the dark. Not just people that are waiting for you to come out of the light, out of the dark um, and be your normal self again. No, these are actually people that are going to sit with you in the dark and hold your hands. So whether they're people that you've known for 20 years or people that you've only known in the last six months, It does not really matter. What matters most is that you have that support system. My sisters, that's what I've come to learn. I still keep all three categories of friends. Um, I know that there's going to be a day where the separation and divorce is going to hurt less and less. And... Even if my relationship with your category A friends does not go back to exactly what it used to be, I'm willing to accept that. Because see, here's the thing. We have to accept the fact that what we've been through is going to change us forever. That's something we don't have control over. You are never going to be the same person you used to be before you married the abuser. Never. Now, whether it changes us for good or it changes us for bad, now that's something that's within our own control. But to think that we could go back to exactly who we used to be before we were abused, that's just not going to happen. So if you think of it in that sense, If you're not going to be exactly who you used to be before you were abused, then you should expect that your relationship with category A friends is going, is not going to be exactly what it used to be before you were abused because you're now a changed person in a lot of ways. They might, you know, a few years down the line, they might, they, the kind of relationship you have with them is going to change. They might not be your best buddies anymore. I mean, they will still be friends, but maybe not 
the best of friends that you would keep. And that's not you rejecting them or them rejecting you. It's just that you've changed. (laughs) The version of you that made them best friends no longer exists. Um, Right now, I do limit my interaction with category A friends when I'm in my lowest moments. So if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling a bit, you know, depressed or whatever, I I try to limit my interaction with them because if they don't, um, them not understanding what I'm going through means that they could even make my pain worse by saying things like, oh, you know, just get over it so you can move on with your life and they can say all this well mean, well-intentioned words that can actually worsen our pain. Like, what are you talking about? I, I was in an abusive marriage for over a decade. I'm not just going to get over that in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. <laughs> so, yeah, they're trying to help cheer us up, but they could worsen the pain. So anytime, you know, this, this whole separation divorce thing it's up and down. Some days I wake up and it's like, I'm going to conquer the world today. Some days I wake up and I'm just like, why is my life the way it is? God. <laughs> so I know that might come as a shock to some of you because I sound so strong on the podcast. But this is not, this is not me 24-7. I'm still, the pain is still raw for me. Maybe when I've been divorced for two years, maybe I would, I'm hoping I would be in a different place, but right now it's still raw. So I limit my interaction with this category A friends when I'm not feeling my best because I don't want them to worsen my pain. Um, When I need support, when I'm struggling, I stay very close to the category C friends, the friends that empathize, that that they either understand exactly what I'm going through or even if they haven't been through it yet, uh, if they haven't had my kind of experience before, they're still able to empathize and be supportive. And, you know, Category C friends are just great. They are the ones that will just, they might not chit-chat a whole lot with you, but when you least expect, they will just send you a message and say, I just want to check on you. Are you doing all right? Are you doing okay? Um, and if you just break down and cry and start telling them what's going on with you, they just listen. Like they are never too busy to listen. This category C friends are like, they are like therapists that you don't have to pay for. They understand that they don't have to troubleshoot your problems. You just need someone to listen and they give you both ears for free. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm grateful to God for Category C friends. Uh, This is where we will be wrapping up today's episode. If you need prayer please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. We have a Facebook group at When Marriage Hurts. 
and the Instagram page is also at when marriage hurts. So you can reach out to me on both platforms. If you're comfortable, um, posting your question or prayer request on the Facebook group, please do that. If not, you can send it to me as a direct message. Um, I'm praying for you and my thoughts are with you at all times. Do have a very wonderful week ahead. And I hope that this new week, when you do come across a category C friend, you're able to recognize them for who they are and know that that is God reaching out to you, sending someone your way to be a support system for you. Until we meet again next week, have a wonderful week. Jesus loves you. Has this podcast blessed you? If yes, please head over to Apple Podcasts, When Marriage Hurts, and leave a written review for the show. It would be such a blessing to me to know that this show has impacted you in some ways. Also, share this podcast with a friend. Let's spread the word. Lastly, if you would like to be a part of a community of like-minded women of faith who are on a journey to living the best life God has for them despite their marriage challenges, join our Facebook group, When Marriage Hurts. Until next time, remember the words of Jesus. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest.